This is episode 257 of the AWS podcast, released on August 5th, 2018. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Simon Alicia here. Great to have you with me. And we are going to be talking about AWS Private Link. Now, this is a very useful technology to allow you to both present services for other AWS customers or even access within your own environment. It's also a useful technology to consume AWS services from within your VPC without having to call out to a public endpoint. It's also a really interesting way to consume services from third parties via the AWS marketplace as well. So lots of options of how you can do things. But first, let's figure out what these things are. A service that you provide, be it one you provide for other people or yourself, basically runs behind a network load balancer and has to be available over TCP. Now, once you've done that, basically what you can do is host your service on EC2 instances, ECS containers, or even on-premises configured as an IP target for that NLB. And then you wanna make sure that you can scale your service to meet the expected level of demand. So obviously best practice would mean things like auto-scaling groups, the right sizing, multi-AZ deployment, et cetera, all the good stuff we've spoken about in the past. Now, once you have set that up, you can then publish it for public view through the marketplace, or you can make it available simply to uh, third parties if you're choosing or within your own accounts as well. And essentially there's an approval model. So you can choose to have it set to automatically accept connections, which a number of third parties will do if they're selling their particular service on the marketplace, or you can have a manual step if you require that as well. So things that you deliver yourself would make sense in that way. A few examples of AWS Marketplace services include Aqua Security, Dynatrace, Sigopt, Cisco StealthWatch, just to name a few. There's lots and lots out there, which means you can consume these services very, very easily as a service from within your VPC. So let's talk about the consumption side. How do you consume these services inside your VPC? Essentially what's happening is with PrivateLink, endpoints are created directly inside your VPC using elastic network interfaces and IP addresses that exist within your VPC subnet. So the service is basically now inside your VPC, and it means you can connect to AWS services and third-party services via private IP addresses. What does this mean? This means now you can use VPC security groups, you can manage the endpoints very uh, simply, you can even manage things that are accessible via AWS Direct Connect that way as well. It makes it very scalable and very easy without having to do NATing or gateway devices or any other complexity that you may have had to do in the past. It also keeps the uh, traffic on the Amazon network as well. So you're not traversing anywhere you might not want to traverse. Now you may say, well, that's great, Simon, but what about AWS services? What AWS services can I use in this way? And the answer is the current list is, and it always grows, so check for updates, but Amazon CloudWatch Logs, AWS Code Build, Amazon EC2 API, the Elastic Load Balancing API, AWS Key Management Service, Amazon Kinesis Data Streams, AWS Service Catalog, Amazon SNS, and AWS Systems Manager all support this model. And the beauty is, is that when you configure these, the use of these endpoints, you are using IP addresses from your own VPC. Now you may say, well, hang on, if I want to hit a endpoint, let's say the Kinesis endpoint, then I have to provide the URL or the um, DNS name, you know, kinesis.useast1, amazonaws.com, for example. Well, you can override the DNS for the AWS service name by simply clicking the enable private DNS name in the GUI, or of course as command line settings, etc. when you set up the interface. What this now means is it will actually then 
translate that address to the local endpoints you've created in the subnets in your VPC using the private IP addresses. The nice thing is it's completely seamless. No changes to your application, no changes to your code. It also works with the AWS SDK, the AWS CLI, and any other software that might access the service API from within your VPC. It doesn't know that it's using AWS Private Link. It simply is a transparent change for the application. So you can start using it straight away without having to change your code, but you get the benefit. So there's a little update on a technology that is very handy, nifty, and can change the options you have when you're building your applications. It means you have a lot more choices to how you build your services and how you present your services, both internally within your own organization and also publicly through the AWS Marketplace. As ever, we do love to get your feedback, at amazon.com. And until next time, keep on building.